Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told to them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told to them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, of course, we celebrate Mary. We celebrate the solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, specifically her title as Mary, the Mother of God. And throughout our church's history, this title, also said as co-redemptrix, uh, Mary, the Virgin Mother of God, it, it has caused lots of problems because there's lots of people that want to say, well, she can't be the Mother of God himself. Not to get into a discussion on the different heresies of the church and all the different fights and how St. Nicholas got into a fight with Arius and all the fun things that happen at church councils. You didn't know that, did you? Lots of fistfights. The most important thing that we can learn today about Mary is two lines here. One full sentence, but two lines here in our gospel reading that is often overlooked. Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Often we have lots of things being thrown at us, lots of information. Mary, who is not only the mother of God, she's also the mother of the church. She was given to us as our mother and the mother of the church when Christ was upon the cross and gave Mary to St. John. So, through extension, now we have her as our mother, as our guide, as our beacon of hope. And as a good mother, she reflects, and she ponders, and she prays, and she loves, and she does whatever she can to help her children. And Mary, today, gives us a great example, a great witness to that motherly love. Mary, who has had numerous things by this point in her life thrown at her unexpectedly from the moment that the angel Gabriel came to her and told her that she would be a mother even though she was a virgin and only engaged. And yet she said, Fiat, may it be done unto me according to your word. She gave her entire life to Christ at that moment. And then as life goes on, as she greets her cousin Elizabeth and gives her Magnificat, she continues to pro proclaim the good news of God. And all of these things she kept in her heart and pondered them. 
And as we hear, when she gives birth to Christ, and the shepherds show up, and they tell her of the message that the angel Gabriel once again proclaimed about her son, she didn't fight, she didn't question, she pondered it in her heart. And when the kings come, when the three wise men come, they bring gifts, gifts signaling what type of death he would have. Mary didn't say, no, not my child. Mary didn't deny the will of God. She pondered all of these things, keeping them in her heart. And when they bring Christ to the temple, when he is circumcised, when he is, receives the name Jesus, there is a priest there who takes him, takes Christ into his arms and proclaims to Mary of the seven swords that would pierce her heart. Mary doesn't fight. Mary only wonders in her heart what this all is to mean. And as her life goes on, many other things cause her to ponder in her heart. When the Christ child is lost in the temple, and she finds him, and he says, Did you not know that I had to be about my father's business? She did not fight. She pondered this in her heart. Mary gives to us an example of when Christ gives us difficult tasks, how we are to respond. It doesn't mean that we have to be perfect like her. We strive after that. Sometimes when we respond to the call of Christ, it's kind of difficult. But we strive after our Holy Mother in heaven. We strive to be like her, to answer wholeheartedly yes. But then remember, she pondered this in her heart. And it's there, it's there that Christ resides. When we, we receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity, it's there that he resides with us forever. And so when she's pondering it in her heart, she's not pondering it alone, nor are we. We're contemplating it with the Christ, with God. So, God gives us a lot of tasks. He requires a lot of us. He calls us into those moments of sadness. But he calls us out of those moments of sadness into great joy. He calls us to mercy, to love, to forgiveness. He calls us to service. He calls us to prayer. He gives us so much. And all he asks of us in return is to give everything to him. Let us be like Mary. Let us be like Mary, who kept all these things in her heart and reflected on them and pondered them and contemplated them. Let us return every day to that silent adoration of his most sacred heart so that we can truly hear his words spoken to us through the word broken open to us, through his body and blood given to us as food, through his presence always with us, never leaving us. Let us ponder his will in our hearts each and every day of our lives.